You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. It's a pleasure to be here. And I'm Carolina. And as as you know, I'm from Mexico, and I also see Chapala, that there is Mexico. So we are two representatives from Mexico. And it's an honor to be with you today. And I've been in OA for 25 years, and I thank my higher power every minute for being in this program. I have been abstinent for 20 years and have a healthy weight. My program... My problem wasn't really the weight. I was 15 pounds over my normal weight, six kilos. And I have my mind, I have a distorted mind. And I felt fat and also was worried about my body image. Even I look okay, I never felt good. And I'm starting to feel good now. So my life before the, the program had ups and downs. I couldn't handle my emotions, had junk food in the desk in my office, and ate between meals. Does this sound familiar? Most of the time, I was anxious and was not able to appreciate my family, work, friends. There was always someone to blame and feel miserable. One day I listened in the radio about OA and took me a year to get to the rooms. I remember my first day a woman welcomed me and each of the people that was there that was not too many shared its experience. And this, re- this really dazzled me because I reflected immediately because I saw myself in each one of them. I started going to meetings, got a sponsor, and the work began, you know, literature, reading just for today, studying the steps, and following my food plan. I really didn't have problems with uh, my food plan because I love vegetables. Like I am not a typical Mexican who eats fat, you know, grease. So for me, it wasn't very, very hard that because most of my, uh, of my, of, of the fellowship here in Mexico, like fat and and that wasn't good for me. Uh, what else? Uh, I stopped eating between meals. 
I remember it was, I started, I arrived on July 1st of 1986, I, I think. And I went on vacation, it was summer, and went on vacation with my daughter and a friend of hers. And then I prepare, you know, snacks like cucumbers, carrots, but I didn't eat anything. And I, I thought I was never going to do it. I was really afraid preparing food for the kids and me not binging or eating, but I made it, you know, and uh, I felt very proud. Oh, sorry. No, no puedo contestar. I'm sorry. No puedo contestar. Estoy en una junta. Uh -huh. I'm sorry. Um, after I stopped eating between meals, my mind was not stuffed with food. And I started thinking clearer and to see the real world. That was painful too, you know, because before I didn't know what was going on or I didn't care. And I understood that I was a compulsive overeater and that will never be a normal eater. This was really shocking and took me time to accept me as a compulsive overeater. My first tool was the phone. When I wanted to binge, call someone and it helped me. I have friends in the States and uh, went to visit them and sometimes like I, well, like binging, I, before traveling, I look for phone numbers and they listen to me. And it was great. It just uh, was like if they were my friends, like I have met them for many years. And while I was on vacation, I called them every day, reported my food and my feelings. Um, mm, then I just felt, I just felt in peace with myself. Uh, and had a clean abstinence. And that's what really cares the most. I care the most to keep my abstinence because that helps me to see the real world the emotions, how my emotions, I can handle them. Working the steps was not easy and make amendments either. Little by little, I felt different and understood others better. Uh, my daughter went with her father when she was 10 and the program saved me, talked to my sponsor, writing, attending to meetings, and the pain was there, but it didn't hurt as much as when she left. I have to accept the situation, and the serenity prayer was very useful. I have had for, I think everybody has had, has passed for different experiences, but Acceptance is the one that has helped me the most. I was going to get, uh, well, remarried 10 years ago. And like three weeks before, the guy said no. 
and then the girl, uh, the daughters didn't want him to marry again. And it took me four years to accept that it was his decision and not the daughter's decision. You know, I was in denial. I was suffering. I was crying. But with my sponsor, with the tools, and it took me time. But for me now, acceptance, it's a magic word because it really what helps us to continue living. I also learned to be humble and to be humane, you know, wasn't uh, my pride was just lower and lower. And service was very important for my recovery. When I was in, in the group attending to my meetings, I was invited to participate in the translation committee from English to Spanish and learn more about OA. Later, uh -huh, thank you. Later, I became a rep in our intergroup and afterwards a delegate and started attending to assemblies and to the World Serve Conference, Service Conference, which was really, for me, wonderful. Observing the brightness of the fellowship in their eyes and the peace in their hearts made me more conscious to do service. My life is better. The relationship with my daughter is improving. Now I am happy to be alive. Before I was depressed. I wanted to die. I mean, I didn't care. OA made me grow, put my feet on the floor and not be judgmental. That also has been very important for me. At the beginning in OA, I had a food plan and follow it for many years. Right now, I'm 73 years old. So about when I was 68, 69, I went to the nutritionist because with age, the body and metabolism changes and wanted to continue having a healthy weight. My food plan is appropriate for my age. She added some vitamins and I go to the gym three times per week. Spiritually, my higher power is everything to me. When I trust myself, I have the backing of my higher power. Sometimes I need to surrender and accept that I am unmanageable. In 2015, I decided to study a master's in transpersonal psychotherapy and graduated in 2017. This master's called my attention because it worked the physical, emotional, and spiritual parts of the human being as OA does. You know, this spirituality got my attention. Uh, now, I have now some patients and accomplished one of my dreams, being a therapist. And without being in OA, I wouldn't have done it because my self-esteem was so poor was a low that I think I didn't make it. And now I trust myself and have confidence in me. If not, I wouldn't be here talking to you. 
believe me, before I was always frightened and, uh, you know, they are going to criticize or whatever. But now I just do it. As time passes by, life changes. And this year in April, I thought that my daughter had COVID-19, took her to the hospital, and to my surprise, she was diagnosed with leukemia. Mm -hmm. She's 37 years old. I could not believe it. She was a whole month in the hospital and just communicated by phone. My higher power gave me the strength, the word acceptance, the serenity prayer, let go, thy will be done, not mine, and action were in my mouth and my mind all the time. That's what really helped me to go through. She's doing well now, no bad cells, just for today. Next month, the doctors will give her a two-year treatment. This is how my higher power works. Besides, received several donations from people that I didn't expect. All these are blessings of my higher power. I kept my abstinence, believe it or not, and the strength to be with her. After this experience, I remind to myself that service is important in our lives and mainly in OA. At the moment, I am in an organization that offers free therapy for those who need it. I feel grateful to listen to patients whose relatives, friends have died or lost their jobs. I learned to give service in OA and will continue doing it. To finish, I want to tell you that I had the honor to be vice chair of Region 2 during four years. And what I experienced in the board members was their kindness, caring, love, help, and support. I never felt alone. I just need to ask for help. That is what OA is.